Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, sh- gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. I don't have any advice for this. So if you've been in this situation, please call 131060 because she needs it. Okay. She's 17 years of age and... If you've got an issue, you can send an email, dearabby at b105.com.au. She's written, hey, Abby, my dad is a cheater and I don't want anything to do with him. I'm turning 18 in September and dad has said that he wants to throw me a huge party at our house. And I've said, no, thanks, because I think he's just sucking up after all he's done. At the start of this year, my dad confessed to my mum that he's been having an affair with a girl from his work who is 15 years younger than him, which is gross. My mum was the one who had to tell me, and I haven't even spoken to Dad about it. He moved out to my nana's for a few months, but then they did marriage counselling or something. I have no idea, but mum said it's complicated and he's moved back in, even though I told mum I don't want anything to do with him and I don't think he should move back. My older sister seems to be okay with him, but she's always been closer to Dad than I have, and I'm just so annoyed that everyone seems to be cool with my dad. My best friend said that I should just take the party and all his guilt presents, (laughs) but I don't want him to think that I've forgiven him. I'm not sure if you've got anyone who's had a parent cheat on the other one and how they got over the headache of it. Mm. 13, 10, 60. It's a tough one if the mum's forgiven him, isn't it? Plus, you don't know the ins and outs and the details, but it's her prerogative if she doesn't want to forgive him for what he's done to the family. It's not yeah. just to um, the mum, it's to the whole family. You know when you used to always grow up and you used to think it was just simple? Mm. Like if someone's done something wrong, you leave them, or if you don't like them, you leave them. And now I've grown up, like I can understand, I'm thankful I'm not in this situation, but I can understand friends that have stayed with partners Mm. because it is complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they still love them and they want to work it out. Mm -hmm. If no one's hurting anyone in a DV situation, then I kind of go, and you've gone to counselling, maybe it could be better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've also got to respect this girl in the fact that it happened when she was 17 and she recognises that that's not the type of man she wants in her life. So she probably feels hurt that her dad is, is essentially done it to her at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it sounds like you she's know? been kept out of the loop too. I think if, if like he'd have come to her, sat her down, like the mum did it, um, she told her about it, and he hasn't even talked to her about it. If she, he sort of sat the family down and talked them all through it as well, she might feel a bit more involved. Yeah, some people don't, though, do they? No. You know, when you always think it's going to be like an open family, like some sort of movie. Mm. But mm. often it can be a family that's not open or not really talking about it. Mm. And it is a situation, like you said, it's a situation between the mum and the dad. Yeah, correct. But then she's brought into it. Yeah. yeah. And to say, I, don't, I didn't want him to move back, that's a really simplistic understanding of there was options, you know? Mm. Yeah. Well, if, if it happened when she was six, it wouldn't be a big deal. Well, but it's, yeah. at, it's at 17 when it went down. You're more aware you're of what's aware happened. You're aware of what relationships are and the type of men Especially that when you want to associate he, with. She was 15 years younger. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and that too. She would have seen that girls appear. And then you have to think of your dad hmm. yep. as a human doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I agree with her. <laughs> Uh, 13, 10, 60. If you've been in this situation, we want to hear from either the kids, the husbands, mm-hmm. and wives. Yeah. You know, you might have a wife who's saying, I-, I still love him. Abby from Oxley, what's your story? Hey, guys. So um, I went through a very similar situation when I was 14. Um, my mum uh, 
serial cheater of my dad and growing up around that kind of really terse environment mm. obviously was a bit difficult. Mm. Um, it raised some questions in me about what was being faithful, what was marriage. And I think to some degree, I began to realize that the whole unit, um, it, was a bit, it, was a, it was a learning kind of curve for me that mm-hmm. no, but like, Family as a unit isn't perfect, mm. and I had to make a decision whether or not I was going to keep my mum in my life. And that did take four years for me to come to that decision. Mm. Um, so I think ultimate advice, um, time heals. You don't have to make a decision on your father right now. I mean, you have to grow up, experience the world yourself. Um, but yeah, listen, personally, I'd take the party because, you know. I would encourage you to sit down with her dad first, too, and, and hear his version of. of yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's always two sides of the story, and while cheating and lying is awful, like, it's, once again, it's a parent's issue. Mm. Um, I wouldn't involve yourself in it unless you were very morally abject to what was happening. Yeah. Which totally makes sense as well. Yeah. If you really want to get at him, just say, he's the most expensive alcohol dad. All my friends only drink French champagne, (laughs) just so you're aware. (laughs) Anonymous is on. What do you think about it? Have you been in this situation? What's your advice? I have. My dad cheated on my mum when I was little, Mm. and they actually got married not so long ago without telling me, and I found out through my sister. I tried to give my dad a second chance because I have kids now, and then he just wrecked it, and it's hard. Mm. But I reckon maybe she should talk to her dad and get his side of the story too. Yeah. Because breakups are hard, and especially when you have kids involved as well. Mm. Did it help? Did he ever say sorry to you? Like, I wonder if that's an important. Okay. No. Yeah. And now he doesn't like me because I've got kids and that. No, he never said sorry. Like, I did ask him why did he go away to get married. He's like, I thought I told you. I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> right. And I was, like, literally in tears. And I'm like, we go to family outings and he still just avoids me. He doesn't talk to me or nothing. And it's, like, it's so complicated. Yeah. I did try and give him a second chance. So mm. if I was this girl, I'd probably sit down with dad and see if they can try and sort it out yeah. and make sure that he doesn't do it again. Otherwise, because when she has kids down on track, she's going to need grandparents. Like, they're going to yeah. need grandparents. Yeah, true. Mm. true. It's hard to think of that as a 17-year-old, though. Yeah, that is true. You make yeah. a good point, though, Abs. You break the heart of the woman you cheat on, but you're also breaking the heart of the children because you're saying to them, mm. this family is not worth this other woman. But I don't think a lot of people would think that. I think they'd just go, hey, it was my marriage. I, did, I didn't do wrong to anyone else. Mm. Yeah. Still a good dad. Yeah. Mm. Shelby in Morningside. You've been through this as well. What's your advice? Yeah, I wasn't as young. I was about 23. Um, but, yeah, my dad did that to my mum. I found out through mum. Dad wouldn't even admit it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we didn't have a relationship for a fair few years. I just couldn't trust him again. Um, obviously, it really hurts. And like he said, like, he didn't even apologise to us. Like, he ripped our family apart. Mm. But, yeah, so I'm 29 now, and we've only just started to get a relationship again. Um, I don't think it'll ever be the same, but I think she needs to realise her feelings are 100% warranted. Um, If she needs time, she needs time. Also, I don't, yeah, I don't think she should take the party. I mean, I wouldn't, but I just, yeah, it's really, really hard because obviously, like, I've been there and I know what it feels like. Mm. 
but I think she just needs to do what's best for her. But also, if she doesn't want to have a relationship with him, it's a hundred percent okay. I think. Mm. Yeah, it is the first man that you've loved breaking your heart. Hey, mm. uh, another anonymous caller. What do you think about this dear Abby situation? Yeah, I've been through this situation. Like my mum cheated on my dad, and then um, I was about twenty-five, and my dad ended up cheating on my mum. Um, I hadn't spoken to my dad for about five, six years, and sadly he passed away. Mm. So I got, I went mm. through it without being able to talk to him. Um, so, yeah, I think she just needs to talk. Mm. It's a total different perspective, is it? Because I guess, you know, when people say it takes time to heal, and you obviously felt the same, and then you were to find out you didn't have the time. Yeah, it, oh. it's definitely hard um, because, yeah, you feel like... It was it was sudden. It mm. was very very unexpected. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've got three kids now who I wish got the chance to meet their granddad, um, but unfortunately it didn't happen. So yeah, I've definitely got a lot of regret yeah. not not talking to him and yeah, just getting all the emotions and questions out of the way, but. Yeah, it's you reckon, a hard one that's she, really hard because then from your perspective, it's like ask all the questions you want mm. so that you can sometimes, I guess, find forgiveness quicker. But, you know, a 17-year-old yeah. can't think that far ahead, can they, you know? No, they can't, but they, they can think about, you know, whether, because she's saying that she doesn't want to talk to him um, and she wants nothing to do with him, but in in retrospect, like, she, she may never get the chance to talk to him because... Yeah. Like, I thought my dad was, you know, healthy, strong, mm. um, and then, yeah. Well, you've probably helped her this away, morning, so. Anonymous. She's listening. Yeah. So hearing your story, I'm sure, has helped her a lot. Thank you to everyone who uh, was on this morning. Um, dear Abby at b105.com.au. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It's hard to believe that it's actually tonight, mm. the final night of Neighbours, and Ryan is on with us. Toady from Neighbours, mate. What a day. G'day, guys. How are you going? We're good. This must be so emotional for you. We're not taking this lightly, because you've been on Neighbours since you were 15 years of age. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 27 years. No, 28 years, actually. Yeah. Just wiping off a year. That's all right. That makes me younger, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. How are you feeling? Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I'm, I'm kind of feeling a little bit excited to to sit down tonight and actually watch it. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, it, it's, it, it's a massive episode. I mean, it's, it's 90 minutes. Yeah. First up. Yeah. Um, 7:30 on 10 and 10 Peach tonight. Um, Baz Luhrmann so- directed it, did he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, it's, it's, it's an extravaganza, yes. You've got people like Kylie Minogue coming back, Jason, Jason Donovan, Donovan Margot Robbie, Delta Goodrum. Do you feel like just yelling at them, hey, guys, you could have came back sooner to save it? Uh, you, you reckon? I think maybe we, you know, maybe we should have faked this a little while yeah. ago. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> then we, we might have had another 37 years afterwards. Ooh. Do you know... The ending, like you said, you're looking forward to sitting down and watching it, but there are so many people coming back that everyone's going to be fascinated of how it's going to go. We're predicting some sort of explosion, <laughs> um, redevelopment of the area, and you'll need to move out. Like, you're aware of how all it of it, up. right? Well, I, I mean, you'd like to think that I'm aware of all of it, mm. but, um, you know, I'm kind of one of those actors that would, you know, maybe might be accused of 
just kind of re- reading his lines and um, and leaving it at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I did read. I read the whole episode. Okay. I mean, you got it. You got to read the whole episode. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but uh, Menu Log is shouting Aussies who live on a Ramsey Street a free meal tonight to farewell the show as well. What you do? You don't think I know? I'm actually part of a campaign. Come on! <laughs> I was talking to these guys. Well, uh, no, I was aware of it, which is why we actually got sent Ramsey Street, yes. and I was thinking about putting it on the front of my street. And that, well, yeah, yeah. That, you know, give it a shot. Yeah. Um, but if you do know anyone that lives on a Ramsey Street, yeah, anybody who lives in a Ramsey Street is getting a free feed tonight. So, How or, many or are not there? even just tonight. It's just, I think it goes till Monday. So, you, you know. Mean. We can Ma- do, make it a long party. We it's did a all, long party. We did all get sent Ramsey Street signs. We should t- put them up on our street. Did you yeah, just mansplain me when I just said that two seconds ago? I thought you ago? said you were going to do it outside your house. Uh, uh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> did it sound better when he said it? <laughs> you know how you said you just read your lines? Look at this yeah, man. He just listen listens when he actors. talks. When they stop talking, it's my turn to go. <laughs> But it was a really good idea. (laughs) Um, Mate, what was the day like? Hey, guys, if you guys need a new co-host, I'll tell you what, I'm free. Thanks, Ryan. (laughs) Hey, that's not bad. Do we still go with Toadie or do you want us to call you Ryan? If it's like, it stabs out, so it would be like Toadie, Abby and Matt. Yeah, there you go. I'm happy to roll with that. Let's do it. You get to go first. Headline. Are are you going into construction, (laughs) we hear? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a crack. Yeah, I like. I'm going to do what every uh, every little boy loves doing, and um, I'm going to go and you know play on some toys and dig some holes. Maddie's already predicted though that you might not be working. You're really going to be the face of all the campaigns. You know yeah. how it's like. Uh, yeah, you could be yeah, the next Frank Walker, Victoria, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I am. We're going to like. Of course, uh, we're also we're also building a farm and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of uh, earthworks and all that kind of jazz that has to happen with it. So I thought I might as well get my ticket and um, and do it all myself as well. We were talking about it yesterday. We've been talking about the the uh, final of uh, Neighbours all week, really. Um, and we've all been there uh, to the sets, and it's huge. It's a big area. Do you know what they're going to do with all the stuff? And like, are they going to sell the sets or like make a neighbours museum or something? Um, I think there is already some stuff in a museum somewhere. Um, but no, I think probably most of it will be recycled into, you know, some other kind of set. Um, or, you know, the wardrobe will go off into, you know, be divvied up into, you know, other bits and pieces, other shows and all that kind of jazz. Um, I think eventually most of that area will actually be developed because it's actually owned by a developer. Mm. Um, but there is some parts of it that are heritage listed. So I think, you know, the, the buildings, yeah. the, you know, the studios themselves, I think, have to stay in some shape but no i think most of it's actually kind of gone which is um you know it's incredibly sad and it's the way of the world and you know everything keeps moving forward and you know getting knocked over mm. we thought everyone's trying to predict what the ending of neighbors would be like um and what's it going to be explosions and stuff so abby mm. has been on the show before um as a, a cameo or a you star. threw mud on my feet you don't remember me yeah. it's okay but it was amazing um oh and there were nice shoes <laughs> he does remember. Yeah. Wow, what a memory. So Abby's got a script here, and yep. um, you're just going to have to fill. We're going live to air. Okay. Abby, okay. is, is right. this is the final scene of okay. Neighbours. Okay. Um, and, and I'm making it up as I go. Okay. Uh, yep. 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 Action. <gasps> oh, my God. Tony, can you believe what just happened to us? Are you okay? No, no, no. I, I feel like it's, I feel like it's, it's punctured my left lung. <laughs> what are we going to tell the cops? What are we going to tell them? Don't say anything. No one can know. I reckon they're searching for us. Why did you kill him? What was his name? Oh, my God. I think his name was Barry. <laughs> Barry Dubois. <laughs>
<laughs> Tony, would you come to Summer Bay with me? We've got to get out of here. <laughs> yes, if I can make it, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you reckon Barry snitched on us? What did you do before? <laughs> I stepped on his petunias. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd watch that. <laughs> and that's what ruined oh, Ramsey Street. Barry, <laughs> Barry Dubois' <laughs> petunias. Uh, mate, it has been, it's been a real pleasure for the whole country and the whole world to grow up with you and, and, and watch you on TV. So you should be really proud of what yeah. you've achieved, mate. Thank you for your call this morning. Oh, cheers, guys. Thanks. And uh, please, everyone, just make sure you uh, tune in and watch a bit of television history tonight. Good we day. look forward to having you on the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I look forward to working with you soon. Good on you, buddy. Ryan Maloney there. Uh, Tony from Neighbours, the last ever episode tonight. It's Stav, Abby and Matt at B105. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, if uh, you want a good life hack, yeah. these are going to blow your mind. These are ones that you guys have never heard of before. Okay, because I, like, I see on the internet now, it's like um, 10 things you probably didn't know about <laughs> Star Wars, because like everyone knows everything now. This is because we were booking flights, and you know how it said, three only left. Yeah, and Ash, our producer, was like, we've got to get in quick. I'm like, that's just bollocks. It's just a tool from marketing to get you to buy it quickly. I mean, it could be the case. But most times, no. And I always say that if you're searching for a flight because you've got the cookies on your phone, mm. don't select the flight you want if you're not ready to book. Select mm. another one so they think that you want that one. And then when you go back actually to book, you select the one you want. Genius. Yeah, just take Clever. a screenshot of it so you remember. Uh, but these are a few of my favourites. So if you would like a nice cold glass of wine, mm. but you're like, oh... It's not cold enough. Maybe I'll put in ice cubes because no, it's really hot here. Water it down. Water it down. But what you should do is get some grapes. Got any grapes <laughs> when they're in season? Yes. Put them in the freezer uh-huh. so that you can put the frozen grapes in your glass of wine. It looks better. It doesn't dilute it mm. as well. Would so. you need to use the same grapes that they used in the wine? Uh, no, I okay. think that's hard. No. Unless you want to go down to McLaren Vale and Just steal checking. some grapes. Yeah. Actually, those grapes don't taste that no, good. No, you can't eat them. They're no. not edible grapes, no. no. Uh, wine, uh, ice cubes. So if you're cooking, mm. stuff, and you go, oh, this bolognese needs some good red wine, but you don't want to open a whole bottle, mm. you should get a whole bottle and freeze them into sections so that oh. you can then just use that section when you're ready to cook. Like wine stock cubes. Yes. Yeah. And then Very you could good. suck on one while you're cooked as well. You know, the um, the cords for your phone or your laptop, mm-hmm. make sure you put a pen spring around it. Yeah, you need to sacrifice a pen. <laughs> but if you put a pen spring about it, then they don't get all broken. Not yeah. Yeah. I yes. haven't heard that one. You were right. Mm, thank you. Mm. Uh, putting a rubber band around a can of paint when it's open. You know you want to remove the excess paint oh, yeah. on your brush. But if you place a rubber band around it... So it goes it over the top of the thing and then you can just scoop the... Yeah, that's clever. Mm. People are smarter than we are. Yeah, that's all from my head. Uh, brilliant. What else you got? Um, <laughs> are these like five-minute crafts? Is that what you've uh, got it from? How, how good are those online, <laughs> hey? uh, This one is good if you are house hunting, because mm. especially in Brisbane, it's the worst phone reception in some places. Mm. And you're like, oh, sorry, it always drops out here. And people are working from home and seeing it for the first time. Mm. So make sure that you have phone uh, abilities when you're house hunting. Right. So make a phone call mm-hmm. and then walk around to every room and make sure that the reception is good. Also a good way to stop the real estate person pestering you. Yeah, sorry, I'm just on the phone. It's yeah. really important. Mm. Uh, if you've got bobby pins, get a Tic Tac container mm. and make them easy to put in your bag. Right. Yeah. So don't throw away the Tic Tacs. Now you eat the TikTok, and then once it's over, it's a perfect thing to put a little right. container in. Mm. 
I like that one. No, each of their own. You probably don't use bobby pins. I as don't much use as them I do. as much as I used to. No, mm. <laughs> more of a hair tie guy, <laughs> yeah, scrunchies yeah. and stuff. This yeah, one's yeah. for uh, sunburn, aloe vera oil. Put in ice cubes as well. You're gonna have a lot in your freezer. Mm. Oh no, I made I made a mistake. I put the yellow into the bolognese, <laughs> and I'm rubbing the wine all over my body. Feels good though. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Do you Google your symptoms before you go to the doctor? Uh, yeah, I like to tell the doctor what I've got. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what? They appreciate they do. that they, you make well, their no, job easier. A new Australian study has proved that two-thirds of people Google their symptoms before seeing a doctor. I mean, if you can, you know, see your symptoms and then... Save some money, why not? Cut out the middleman. It's always cancer, but it is. It doesn't matter. You go, my, um, I've got a sore throat. It's cancer. No, that's not true. You go back and you fill out your questions differently (laughs) and you'll get a different answer. It's It's like a BuzzFeed result that you didn't like. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's either cancer or nothing. There doesn't seem to be anything in between. You're either fine or you're dying. And I know that doctors do. But didn't you have a doctor that Googled? (laughs) <laughs> when we were there. Yeah. Yeah, because I was saying, oh, you know, my friend thinks it might be this. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but my friend's a doctor. Um, and I was like, so I think she might be there. And he goes, oh, let me have a look at that. And then went on Google to look it up with more details and said, yeah, you might be right. But I was like, <laughs> uh, should you not do that when I'm not here? So where did they have a certain, like, doctor's website they go to, or they literally punched in Google and no, then it was, put your No, it was Google, because you just have to put in what my friend said it was, and then they looked up and they said, oh, yeah, that could be right. I don't <laughs> think I like that. <laughs> well, I hope they bulk build you for that consultation. I guess when you're thinking about it, GPs have to be across everything. Yeah, that's the mm. thing. My friend was a specialist in mm. this field, uh, which okay. I know I should just go and see her, but yeah. she was in state and said, go and see your GP, I'm not dealing with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have friends. Isn't it? <laughs> now I think about it. But I mean, like what? Like after oh, twenty years ago, this wasn't a possibility. I yeah, mean, what did you do? Would you go to the you went to the doctor Britannica? because you didn't know what was wrong with you? I would have to say girls would Google more than guys would. Think? I think. Well, I just know for for my dad and also you, mm. I could tell you information that I'm just getting from Google and mm. you don't believe me. Mm. But if the doctor said you need your fish oil, you'd take your fish oil religiously with your alarm because mm-hmm. they're the professionals. Mm. Are you, are you really telling him off because he goes and speaks to someone who studied for eight years and learned everything? Do you know how long I've been Googling for? <laughs> Do you know how long I've been doing what I've, told, I've been told for? <laughs> the fish oil has helped me out remarkably. Yeah, and that's also your problem. <laughs> <laughs> you go and say, hey, that really worked. And you go, well, I told you so. 131060, if anyone has had, you know, Google be right. I don't know if it's Dr. Google, but I normally just Google it, and mm. they were actually right. 13, 10, 60, because I find it amazing those stories when people were like, I went and saw a doctor, mm. uh, they said that it was fine, they said it was heartburn or something, mm. and then I kept Googling. It wasn't Just didn't feel right. Went mm. back, got a second opinion, and it was this. It was cancer. Mm. It's not always... Could be something this time, else. This time it was cancer. Uh, it would be hard. They didn't make it. I've, I don't know if you know anyone who's gone through that conversation of having to go back to the... Every time the doctor goes, no, mm. it's this, no, it's this, and you're like, no, I, I really feel like it's worse than that. Mm. It must be hard to argue with the doctor. Mm. I did that with our firstborn, yeah. because first-time mothers, it's so hard, because they always go, oh, it's supposed to be like that. Mm. Yeah. And he wasn't feeding right, and I didn't know what was wrong. So then I looked it up, and he ended up did have a dairy allergy. But you go to the doctor so many times, and they're mm. like, in the first six weeks, they're always like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friend had it with a bubs that was tongue tied. You know, sometimes oh, yeah. they can't feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Rory had yeah. that. Yeah, did yeah. she get a cut? Yeah, we had to get a cut. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I just did it. Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube how to do a tongue tie. It was easy. These doctors. <laughs>
What do you do? Get a candle, burn some scissors? Yeah. 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 I, was, I did it real quick, though, because I had to go play 18 rounds of golf. So. 19 <laughs> holes? Yeah. Megan and Griffin, have you done this? Um, yeah, I'm kind of notorious for doing it because <laughs> I'm actually a nurse. So. <laughs> they make the worst patients, don't they? Oh, my God. Can I tell you? We do. So, yeah. Oh, and also, it's the same with my friends. Like, they'll be like, these are my symptoms. What's wrong with me? And I'll be like, oh, it's probably this. <laughs> then I get Dr. Google to confirm and it's usually always right. <laughs> <laughs> so doctors would honestly use this. Like, we joke about it. But I guess you've got all the inf- information from all over the world. Mm. So why not use it, right? Yeah, but it can also get people into, like, a hypochondriac kind of mindset. Mm. Like, sometimes you get patients and they're like, oh, I Googled it, this is what's wrong with me. And it's like, well, it's kind of not what's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> what, what, what did you Google that you, get, like, you diagnose yourself? What was the... Uh, usually it's more like infections and stuff like that because that's my background. So pneumonia, right. bacterial infections versus viral infections, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So not anything kind of serious like cancer or anything. I'd never want to go out on a limb and say, mm. oh, hey, Google says it's this, so it must be this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think they've even got a term for it for all the nurses and doctors towards their final years. They start diagnosing themselves oh, yeah. with different things and they're like, no, it's not the case. Mm. They're like, are you sure? <laughs> I heard about the disease. It's really cool. Uh, <laughs> Good on you, May again. Well, nurses do it. No, well, then it's fine. Well, I didn't say that, but I'm just thinking. <laughs> it was in your tone, and we agree. Uh, Claire in Collingwood Park, uh, Dr. Google, you've used it and it was correct? Yes. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, so it ended up being that my son was autistic. So at about 18 months, I went down the Google train and I I looked at studies and I looked at symptoms and obviously being a spectrum disorder, it is quite a large spectrum. Mm. Um, And I thought for about, I think it was almost nearly 15 months um, from 18 months old and I got his official diagnosis at three and a half. Right. Wow. (laughs) Because Claire, a lot of people say that that's really early and you can't diagnose it. So did you go to a doctor and tell your suspicions or they were like, no, it's too early? Yeah, so I'm basically from, uh, well, he was born premature, so automatically that flags them at birth. Um, So we went to a paediatrician just as regular checkups, and around about the 15-month mark, I had an inkling something was different. Mm -hmm. Um, He wasn't developing. He's still nonverbal, so that's probably the main thing. Um, I felt so strongly that I started doing private therapy. Right. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, at the 18-month mark, they said, oh, well, it might be, but it's more likely just developmental delay due to being premature. Um, You're like, then, you know what? I've read every study. Yeah, I'm across yeah. this. And, and that's what I did. I, you know, I even brought the um, some of the scholarly texts that I found off Google Scholar. Mm-hmm. I even brought them to the pediatrician appointment. I said, look, you Did know, you highlight it? Use the highlighter? <laughs> yeah, she I did. I did. Yeah. I highlighted the resources. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, uh, you know, three and a half, and I have his official diagnosis. And, yeah. Mum's no. Yeah, yeah, yeah good on you, You've been across it. Mm. Uh, Jacob, hey. G'day, how you going? Good. When did you doctor Google? Mate, um, I put my symptoms in. Um, turns out I actually had a what they call an inguinal hernia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later went to the doctor to have it confirmed, and they confirmed that I had three. I'm two weeks away from having an operation. Oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah. Do you do a little lifting for work, Jacob? Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, mechanic. 
Yeah. Mm. Yep. Time make to sure Google. Make sure you listen to the doctor after, okay? Don't Google if you can drink Rick shortly recovery, after yeah, like yeah, my yeah. husband did. <laughs> <laughs> what was the answer to that? Well, then he went to the doctor and said, hey, can I go out on a boys' night? And he said, no. And he goes, yeah, that's what it said online as well. <laughs> yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Vaping epidemic is sweeping through Queensland high schools with teens turning to e-cigarettes in growing numbers. We asked you yesterday, is it a concern with kids vaping in schools mm. because it's the same rules as uh, cigarettes? You're not allowed to purchase them under the age of 18, but we're finding out that a lot of uh, them had been given them by mm-hmm. parents. Maybe yeah. they were under the impression they were safe. We did get one call that we're like, this is a bit of a concern. Saying that I was recently working at a school mm-hmm. um, that allowed the, the, the kids from age 12 to 18 to smoke um, and vape. Um, they're smoking drugs in the vapes. There's a lot going on. And as long as the parents or caregivers give permission, the school is totally fine with letting them have smoking breaks. All right, so what is the big issue? For those of you out there that do vape, mm-hmm. might be an alternative to uh, cigarettes, mm-hmm. or you've just taken up vaping, how safe is it? What's in it? Uh, we're going to go uh, to someone who works at the Australian National University. Has done a lot of study into it. Amelia Yasajoglu joins us this morning. Hi. Hi, it's great to be on the show and discussing such a big issue. Mm. What is in vaping that could be dangerous? So there's so much in vaping uh, and the e-liquids. So obviously nicotine is um, one of the main ingredients and that's one of the big things that people are concerned about. Nicotine itself is a poison and it is associated with lots of different health uh, consequences. So that includes seizures. Um, We know that it has uh, effects on your respiratory system and of particular concern is also the neurological issues that are associated with nicotine and that's really a big thing when we're talking about youth and adolescents. There are also then loads of other chemicals that are in the e-liquids as well. So you've got your flavouring components and other um, ingredients. And we also know that there's some of those in there are considered safe when you're ingesting them, but there is uh, not considered safe when you're in, um, breathing them in. Then there's also some other um, compounds in there that we uh, know are toxic and they're poisons and they shouldn't be in there at all. So you've got a whole lot of different chemicals in these devices and a lot of them are associated with health risks. Why has it got such, like a, I guess, alternative to smoking and people were saying that it's healthier? So this is one of the tactics that uh, a lot of tobacco companies have been using. Like you said, you've probably seen them marketed as um, tools to help people quit smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is currently very limited evidence to suggest that that's actually a, a viable method to help you quit. Um, and then the other thing is when you're looking at e-cigarettes compared to tobacco, tobacco smoking is one of the worst things you can do mm. um, for your health. We know the risks associated with tobacco. So Anything compared to tobacco is going to look like a healthier option. (laughs) Mm -hmm. However, if you, compared to no tobacco use whatsoever, 
and that's the ideal. That's going to be the best option for your health. And e-cigarettes are not a safe option for you. They are associated with health risks, and they're not going to be good for your health. So would you be saying then the man that invented the uh, e-cigarette in the first place, Japanese man who watched his father die from lung cancer, and he thought there's got to be a better way to do this, so I don't want to see this happen to anyone else. And that's why he went into it and invented this safer form of um, combustion. But you're saying he didn't do that? Oh, no, not at all. I, like, I... Um, the evolution of these devices is um, completely changed from the original concept. Um, you know, if these do help people stop smoking, then Australia is in the position with the prescription model to help people use that and reduce the risk of tobacco smoking. However, the flip side of that is you don't want people who were never exposed to smoking to then take up e-cigarettes and have new risks associated with them. I think what what's happened with it too, Amelia, and you might know more in your study, is I sort of equate them similar to, say, like a vodka cruiser. You know, they are alcohol, but they feel very much marketed towards getting someone drinking young. They, they're watermelon flavoured, they're orange flavoured, so a 15-year-old or 12-year-old goes, oh, that tastes good. So, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's what we're seeing. They are definitely attractive to young people. Like you said, watermelon flavours. Those devices are shiny and sleek. They look cool. A lot of the marketing around it is very um, targeted towards young people. So I, I guess your analogy of the vodka cruiser it w- would be true. Yeah. Back off on the vodka cruisers. You bought them yeah. last time, or were they? No, 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 I drink them now. Amelia, but, uh... <laughs> Amelia, have we not seen the long term effects? Because it is hard for people out there saying, "Well, we know we've known people that have died of lung cancer. You know, we we've seen the effects of them in hospital." And originally, people used to think that smoking was safe, like mm-hmm. way, way back in the told day. You that. Yeah, have we not seen the true effects of vaping? Yeah. So at the moment, we just have no evidence on a lot of major health concerns and a lot of long-term health concerns. So we have no evidence on anything about cardiovascular disease. We have no evidence about their effects on cancer So and, and long-term respiratory conditions. But we just don't have the evidence. There aren't the studies. A lot of those um, uh, health outcomes do take time to progress, and at the moment we're just not in a position to, to evaluate the um, health risks. Mm. That's a catch-22, though, isn't it? Because how do you evaluate the health risks if you ban them? Oh, you well, do studies. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, obviously, you still have people using them. We still have, in Australia, the idea is to have people uh, use them in support with their doctors, and that is to monitor their health so that we have the doctors there. If something's coming up, that's an adverse response, then you do have your GP there to supervise and, and to support you and then to act um, to keep you safe. Well, Amelia, uh, thank you for your time this morning. I guess the biggest concern over the conversations we've been having, I mean, adults can make their own choices, and that's Mm -hmm. why an 18-year-old is for drinking and smoking and all that sort of stuff, but it's just not good when you hear a 12-year-old, you know, on it by the time they're 18. That's a lot of smoking. So, um, yeah, that is definitely a major issue, and we know um, it's something that we'd like to try and avoid. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me. All Thanks, right. Amelia. She's Amelia Yazajoglu there from the Australian National University. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Look, I know cost of living at the moment is hectic, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone's freaking out and groceries are more expensive. You can't get lettuce. Uh, interest rates are going up. So mortgage repayments are going up. Everybody across the board is struggling in some capacity. 
But except banks. Except banks. No, <laughs> yeah, they, someone always they do it tough. Come on. The Dolomites are looking a bit shabby. The Dolomites honest. are gone, haven't they? See how bad they are. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> they kill them. They kill them. They t- no, they went to the farm. <laughs> but relax. Hey, okay? dog, what are you doing here? Okay, relax. Yeah, yes, right. Everyone, calm down because someone has found the solution to all our money woes, okay? Uh, and a lot of people are doing this. Now, there is a way to make extra cash with an income generator amid the terrible rise cost of living. And that is, a lot of Australians are renting out their boats. Oh. Mm. So you can rent out your boats, like an Airbnb. Uh, and a woman is saying, look, my uh, mortgage to is going up. Uh, for like for, for, to, um, for holidays and stuff. So you've got a boat. Yeah. It's sitting at the marina. You only use it on the weekends. Yeah. Sure, someone else will want to use it um, because you know terrible cost of living. This woman saying her mortgage has gone up six hundred dollars. The grocery's gone up a hundred. My point to all of this would be, if you're struggling to pay your mortgage and your groceries. And you got a boat? Sell no. the boat. No, this is Sell what I disagree boat. with. So, Manny, here's one for you, okay? <laughs> and if anyone wants to fight with this, 131060, are you not rich and you have a boat? Because there is <laughs> yeah, one type. No, you don't I'm have gonna, to be rich. You don't have, have to be rich. Because, <laughs> yes, you do. No, no, because I'm going to tell you a story about a lovely man in Cooma, right? And I, f- I forgot where this was, but I wanted to help him out because I believe that his boat had been stolen That's or right. something happened. He was in Cooma. Yeah. And Stav said, everyone who lives in Cooma is obviously rich. And I said, why? And he goes, because they have boats, boats and they have cameras. CCTV footage. And this anyone was that has 10 CT- years ago. It was, it was, no. It was a long time because you've been Can someone please call if you have a boat, 13, 10, 60, and I, you're not rich? Are, someone are help me out. I'm desperate here. Are you poor? Yeah, but, do you know what boat stands for? Bust out another thousand. Like, they are expensive. Some people like fishing. They like fishing. It's a lifestyle. And they would prefer to... My brother's bought a boat, and he's not going financially good at the moment. If if this article was, hey, take your boat and go fishing, and then you can eat the food that you catch, and that's a way to save money, I'd be like, there you go. That's a great idea. I know people that can't afford to get a house, but I tell you what, they've Mm. got five hotted up cars, because that's what they spend their money in. It's Mm. a lifestyle. (laughs) It also can be an investment. Boats are... I don't know if the bank's value no, as an investment. Boats are one of the things that went up in, have gone up in value. So a second-hand boat, oh, yeah, right. has, yeah. over COVID especially, like, uh, is worth more. But if you had a mate that was there going, I'm really struggling, uh, you know, mm. I really can't afford to do anything, and then they go, hey, do you want to come out on my boat on the weekend? No, You'd because, be like, mate... Well, it like, depends. I might have a dinghy. Yeah. <laughs> depends. On, it does depend on the boat. If, You're not renting out a dinghy. You can, if someone wants to go fishing on the holiday. Yeah. I'm not with you. I, I'm the same with buskers. If I see a busker there and they've got a violin, I'm like, sell the violin, It mate. might be a family heirloom. I'm, sell the violin. You've sell lost, the violin. You've lost me. You've, already, you've, got, you've got three grand on you right now, and you're playing it for But then how change. are they going to get money again? Well, that's the, that's the flaw in my plan. These people are having boats because they can't afford to eat. They're going out mm. and they're fishing. Imagine that. Hey, I'm a trawler (laughs) operator. Stav told me to sell my boat. (laughs) I can pay my rent this week, but my business has gone under. Hey, Hey, Freya. Hey, Captain. What did you do with the boat? So, there we go. Uh, Uh, You've upset someone there, Stav, (laughs) and uh, we had to cut them off. (laughs) She was just proving my point, can I just say that? Because we had to. Yeah, she was so adamant about we are poor that she (laughs) put in a few different words with it. But everyone's caught up and they said... Mm. You're a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stab Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I love checking out Instagram. 
stories and feeds and TikToks occasionally. Oh. Only through Instagram. Oh, I don't okay. have TikTok. Okay. Yes. What's you can get TikTok? I want a TikTok. You can get TikTok. No, I'm the person that says that she's never cold in winter, yeah. so I never wear a jumper. My version is I'm never getting TikTok. You're going too far, haven't you? Too far. Paid out Maddie too much. Can't do it. So now he just sends me the videos that he thinks I'll be interested in. Thank you for sending me all the hot men. Uh, You're her TikTok. <laughs> but they were meant for Steph. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> never get any. But. If you're going to write, wait till the end, mm. it better be good. Mm. Don't just write, wait till the end, and nothing happens, or it's still so predictable, or it stays the same. Try trying to find a recipe. <laughs> scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> Grandmother in the war. Scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> just tell me how to cook the beef. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks to wait for the ending. There's certain items of clothing which you can get a couple of days wear out of. Jeans. Jocks. Underwear. <laughs> Condoms. <laughs> Is that your yeah. item of clothing? Can you not wear it on the outside, by the way? Yeah. Turn, it, turn them inside out. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I just got that. Ah, so did you. <laughs> Jumpers. Like a jumper you could you can wear a couple of times. 100%. You know, it's, it's, it's oh, fun. But then, you know, I, I can be a bit of a bandit sometimes of dropping my clothes where I put them and my beautiful, wonderful wife will scoop them up and put them into the... While screaming profanities. Yeah, yeah. And I think, oh, no, I'm going to go back in and get that. But whenever that happens, right, whenever that happens, there's always something wet that follows it. Oh, wet towel, like wet Like a wet socks. towel, oh, yeah, and right. it's on top of the item that's still relatively clean and you want to wear again. Yeah. No other time would there be a wet towel. And there it is, just soaking through that item of clothing that you want. Good that you persevered today. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. But no thanks. I've got a towel one for you. I uh, have a shower in here every morning. And the towel that I used, I, I don't know what was wrong with it, but it took me 45 minutes to get dry. It just seemed to spread the water to various parts. Of my, is there? A, there is the thing where, if you don't treat a towel right at the start, it doesn't work for you later, right? Uh, I've never heard that before. <laughs> like if you don't, you, I'm not familiar with the towel world. I don't not? know how their oh. their grudges work. <laughs> I think socks, get me socks. Yeah. That, that I understand. Socks hate you. Yeah, they got to find their friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's only got one job. Do yeah. it properly. Yeah. 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 Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.